2: with independently investigated historical evidence. We found that we are in agreement with Sir Lionel Lucke. Sir Lionel Lucke was the greatest attorney who ever lived. It's in the Guinness Book of World Records, he won more murder trials than any attorney in history had won. He was a brilliant legal mind. Um, he knew what evidence is. He knew what evidence isn't. He was knighted twice by Queen Elizabeth. He was a member of the highest court of his land, and he was a skeptic like me and like Vic and like Joan. But he took his monumental legal knowledge and applied it to the historical record about the resurrection of Jesus. And I will recite to you one sentence in which he summarizes his conclusion. He said, I say unequivocally that the evidence for the resurrection of Jesus Christ is so overwhelming that it compels acceptance by proof which leaves absolutely no room for doubt. This from the greatest attorney who's ever practiced law. And so Vic and his wife looked at the scientific evidence, this historical evidence over a long period of time, and they concluded, you know what? The evidence points toward the truth of the Christian faith. And they received Jesus Christ as their forgiver and as their leader. And they ended up writing a book about their experience. I love the title of their book. It's called The Agnostic Who Dared to Search. I love that they dared to search. I love the idea that they took the risk of finding the truth. And they did. And then they did something very unusual. After Vic and Joan became followers of Jesus, they prayed a highly unusual prayer. They said, God, we would like... If you would send us to a place that has no doctors and no Christians. And God answered that prayer. And they moved to Bangladesh where they lived for 33 years. And during their 33 years in Bangladesh, they founded a hospital where countless people found healing and hope. They helped found 120 churches in Bangladesh, a Muslim country. And the country of Bangladesh was so grateful to all this incredible work that uh, Vic and his wife had done that they honored him by giving him Visa number (laughs) 00000001. And I asked Vic once, I said, Vic, um, I mean, that was a bold prayer to pray. I mean, Bangladesh, that's that's a pretty primitive place in a lot of ways. I mean, did you ever regret praying that prayer? And this is what he told me. He said, Lee, we would not have missed this for the world. He said, in my opinion, finding the purpose for which God made you, whatever it may be, and then fully pursuing it is simply the very, very best way to live. And he's right. He's right. Friends, if your spiritual sticking point is that you have an intellectual question or objection to standing in your way, then my advice, and Vic's advice would be, seek God wholeheartedly, because there are answers. I have no fear of anyone with an honest and sincere approach investigating the evidence behind the Christian faith, and here's the thing to remember. God is not hiding from you. He's not making it hard for you to get these answers. I mean, when you think about it, it wasn't a coincidence that Philip happened to be standing in this desolate desert road when this carriage started coming by with the Ethiopian inside. God had orchestrated that. God, through this angel, had asked Philip to go there. And then pushed Philip to walk up in boldness to this high official's carriage. Um, I'll tell you what, the fact that you're here today, the fact that you're listening to these words, I don't think that's an accident. Says No one comes to God except... Your very ability to seek God You have that ability because God seeks you first. And so if you're here and you're wondering, how do I get past the sticking point that's holding me up in my spiritual journey, I don't think it's a mistake that you're here. God is not hiding from you.
0: Later on in today's message... Could it be that this objection
2: he had to evidence was just a diversionary tactic? It was just perhaps a smokescreen. I that his real concern might be, I don't want God to change my life. This <laughs> fulfillment is joy. A ring. God who made me has a purpose for my life. What is it?
0: We all face a few giants in our lives. It could be a giant hurt from the past that consumes your thoughts and threatens your future. Or it could be a seemingly unconquerable giant problem in the present. In his encouraging and inspiring new series, Giant Killers, Carrie Ship unpacks the biblical story of David and Goliath and reveals how your greatest obstacle is actually your greatest opportunity and that your biggest problem is your biggest possibility. For a very short time, the very special four-message series on DVD is our special Thank You. For any gift in support of the outreaches of Carrie Shook Ministries. No gift is too small to make a difference in the lives of others. But if you can invest $65 or more in helping others experience the miracle of salvation, Carrie and Chris want you to have Giant Killers on both CD and DVD. As well as the indispensable book, God's Promises for Your Every Need, in embossed leatherette. To share and request your thank you resources online right now, point your web browser to CarrieShook.org or call. And please remember, your gifts of support make you a part of all the innovative Christ-honoring outreaches, Carrie ship Ministries, and Woodlands Church carry out all over the world. Call or click now. Second kind of sticking
2: point is where people say, I don't want to believe. (laughs) The truth be known, I don't want to believe. Now, people generally don't come out and say this. They don't admit this. But this is an attitude that underlies, I think, a lot of reasons why people are stymied in their spiritual growth. They they really don't want to believe. I remember I was at a party a while back, and and I got talking to this guy, and I, I learned in our conversation he was an atheist, and he thought that the idea of God was ridiculous. And I said to him, I said, well, it's funny you say that, because I used to think the exact same thing. I used to be an atheist too you know, I spent two years of my life investigating the evidence, and I came to the conclusion that it's true. I said, would you like to hear about the evidence I found convincing? And he looked at me and he said, well, that's evidence for you, not for me. And I, I said, well, you know, evidence is evidence. And he said, look, I don't believe there is any evidence whatsoever to establish the fact that God exists. And so, frankly, I'm not interested in talking about it. And he he shut off the conversation. Now, my first thought was, okay, this guy has an intellectual sticking point, that that he doesn't understand the nature of evidence or whatever, and, and it's holding him up in his journey. But then as I got to know him more and I got to know his circumstance more, I changed my opinion because I learned that this man was committing adultery with several women cheating on his wife, and he was cheating in his business deals. And I began to ask myself the question, could it be that this objection he had to evidence was just a diversionary tactic? It was just perhaps a smokescreen to hide his real concern. That his real concern might be, I don't want God to change my life. Could it be that he loved his sin more than he loved the truth? And so he fended off questions about God with intellectual objections that really had more to do with the fact, I don't want God messing with the life that I'm living. The Bible says in John chapter 3 verse 19, God's light came into the world, but people loved God. The darkness more than the light, for their actions were evil. I think for some people who say they don't want to believe, it's because they have a moral obstacle in their path, a moral obstacle in their path. They may not admit it, they may not even be aware of it, but they don't want God messing with the way they prefer to live their life. I mean, I agree with Victor, uh, with, with Viggo Olson, and his wife Joan. To me, the greatest fulfillment, the greatest joy, is discovering the God who made me has a purpose for my life. What is it? And then pursuing that purpose full out with full enthusiasm and joy. That seems to me to be the path we want to be on. Others have a different kind of obstacle. It's it's not some moral issue in their life. For for some people, and they may not even know it, some people have an intimacy obstacle. That's like a sticking point in their life, an intimacy obstacle. They're attracted toward God. This idea of uh, of relating uh, to God is attractive on one level, but it scares them on another level because they have, for whatever reason, because of the background that they've gone through and so forth, they have a fear of intimacy. A fear of intimacy. I mean, they don't relate to anybody on an intimate level. They have a superficial relationship with their spouse. They have a shallow relationship with their kids. Um, they have acquaintances and, and buddies and, and people they work with, but they don't have a close friendship with someone they're sort of relationally stunted and here's the thing Christianity is all about a relationship it's about intimacy it is about a personal authentic deep vibrant dynamic relationship with the God of the universe and so if if you've got an aversion to intimacy it's understandable why this might be an obstacle between you and God. And then other people have a different kind of obstacle. Some people have an authority obstacle, an authority obstacle. These people, don't, they don't want anybody telling them how to live their life, whether it's a teacher, a principal, a, 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 a government, whoever it is. It's like, hey, don't tell me how to live my life. And that's an obstacle because they think that's what God's all about, telling them how to live their life. When You know, the truth is that's that's not God's goal in your life. It's just to boss you around arbitrarily. He loves you. He made you. He created you. He wants to see you flourish. He wants to see you fulfilled. He wants to see love and joy and peace, patience, uh, all these things built in your life. He has the best intentions, the best motives with you, not to just order you around and do things. So sometimes people have these obstacles. There are those that say, I can't believe. They have those intellectual issues. Some that say, I don't want to believe, and often these are the obstacles that are in their way. But then there's a third kind of sticking point. These people say, I don't know what to believe. I don't know what to believe. I mean, this was the eunuch, uh, the Ethiopian eunuch's sticking point. Uh, Here he is, he invites Philip to get in the carriage with him. And he starts asking Philip about this passage he's reading in the Old Testament, Isaiah 53, which happens to be a passage that foreshadows, it's a prophetic passage that foreshadows the suffering of the Messiah, written hundreds of years before Jesus walked on the earth and yet in detail foretells what the Messiah would go through. And so the Bible says in Acts 8, uh, verses 34 and 35, um, the eunuch asks Philip, he says, Tell me, was the prophet talking about himself, something he was going to go through, or somebody else? And so beginning with that same scripture, it says, Philip told him the good news about Jesus. The fact that Jesus fulfilled these ancient prophecies in the book of Isaiah um, as a way of authenticating his identity as the Messiah. And so Philip clarified what the Bible was teaching to help get the Ethiopian off that sticking point where he didn't know what to believe. Um, Granted, there are some difficult parts of the Bible. I I, I, I grant you that. I grant you that well-meaning scholars... And well-intentioned people can debate certain fine points of the Bible, but when it comes to the central message that the 66 books of the Bible are trying to communicate to you, there really is no ambiguity. In fact, we could go to one verse of the Bible that sums up what all 66 books of the Bible ultimately are saying to you today on what you need to know about God. Romans 6.23 For the wages... Of sin is death. But the free gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. The wages of sin is death. In other words, what we've earned, what we deserve, what we merit, because of our wrongdoing, which has separated us from a holy God, is eternal separation from Him, which is spiritual death. It's bad news. But it says The free gift that God is offering, this gift of eternal life, is available through Jesus Christ.
3: Well, I trust you were encouraged and helped by today's teaching. And that's our objective with these broadcasts, to really bring the truth of God's Word alive for you and present them in both memorable and life-changing ways. There are a few things that Chris and I love more than hearing from you. And learning that God has used the unique way we present God's love and principles to touch your heart and to change your life. We'd love to hear from you and establish a stronger connection with you. So please continue to think about and pray about the insights that we examined today and let God's spirit really root them deeply into your heart and do a work of transformation there. And no matter what your circumstances, our loving Heavenly Father will meet you right where you are. He loves you so much. And if you want to go even deeper into these truths, here's a simple but powerful way that you can do that. Just watch this.
0: It could be a giant hurt from the past that consumes your thoughts and threatens your future. Or it could be a seemingly unconquerable giant problem in the present. In his encouraging and inspiring new series, Giant Killers, Carrie Shook unpacks the biblical story of David and Goliath and reveals how your greatest obstacle is actually your greatest opportunity and that your biggest problem is your biggest possibility. For a very short time, the very special four-message series on DVD is our special Thank You. For any gift in support of the outreaches of Carrie Ship Ministries. No gift is too small to make a difference in the lives of others. But if you can invest $65 or more in helping others experience the miracle of salvation, Carrie and Chris want you to have Giant Killers on both CD and DVD. As well as the indispensable book, God's Promises for Your Every need in embossed leatherette. To share and request your thank you resources online right now, point your web browser to carrieship.org or call. And please remember, your gifts of support make you a part of all the innovative Christ-honoring outreaches, Cherry Ship Ministries, and Woodlands Church carry out all over the world. Call or click now.
3: I hope you enjoyed the message today. And it's always a message of hope in Jesus Christ, our only hope. And if you've never received him, you can do that right now, right where you are. You can just say, Jesus Christ, come into my life. Forgive me of my sins. And I want you to be the Lord of my life from now on. And if you pray that prayer, he'll never leave you. He'll never forsake you. And you'll be starting the great adventure, the journey of living for Jesus. For your gift, we'd like to
2: send you the Word Made Flesh, Jesus in Family Framed Portrait, inspired by the Gospel of John, chapter 1, verse 14, which says, The Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. This crystal-framed portrait, embossed on a silver-toned background, is a reminder that although he was the Son of God, Jesus also became a man to feel what you feel. Send your gift to the address on your screen or give online. The Holy Land Experience in Orlando, Florida has just received another nomination from the International Association of Amusement Parts and Attractions for our stunning drama, The Fullness of Time Has Come. We're so honored to be recognized with a nomination for this prestigious award. We strive for the best here at the Holy Land Experience to inspire and renew people from the inside. Make your
4: plans today to see this incredible drama and many more amazing things at the Holy Land Experience in Orlando, Florida.
0: Hi, I'm Lisa Bevere, and I'm going to challenge you to partner with TBN. I don't know if you understand where all TBN goes, but TBN goes to the furthest most corners of the earth, places where we could actually never go and openly share the gospel. TBN is there for those people that feel isolated and alone, and your gift is going to make a way for it to go to places that you can never go. So it preaches the gospel near, but it also has its greatest strength, preaching the gospel far. So I'm going to... Those people that you'll never meet, but will always be so happy that you had a generous heart, in Jesus' name.
5: TVN Espanya is
6: changing. Yellow.
4: Yeah, Good morning. What's up? What's up? How was your day already?
6: That's all right. Y'all grilled? No, I went fishing.
4: Oh, wow. That's exciting. <laughs> you
6: fish, Sam? Yep, I fish.
4: Did you catch anything?
6: Yeah, caught a bunch of um, catfish, small, like pan-sized catfish. Oh, you're the best one
4: to eat? Yep, yep. I never cleaned a catfish. I look like it's too hard to kill them all. They cut and you got to pull. Yeah, okay. But I like bass and brims and crappies. I like those. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I like those. But
6: uh, I hate to the
4: clays. <laughs> So you went
6: by yourself? Uh well initially I did then my neighbor across the street she hooked up with me and then um then we changed locations cuz our first location I wasn't catching nothing. Mm. So How long you stayed out
4: there? Uh
6: to the park close which is like right around 7.
4: And what time you went?
6: Well, we didn't get to the second location till about three, so we are uh, out of the first location. I don't know about what twelve one something like that I know most people say
4: fishes, that that saying that they go early in the morning. I don't know.
6: Yeah, I mean it's like, you know what? I, I I yeah, I just I ain't I ain't getting up that early. <laughs> I
4: know, right?
6: I do that every day of the week, I, I'm good.
4: Do you have a fishing reel? What they call them, rod reel? Yeah. Or just a fishing pole.
6: Yeah, I got riding reel. You talking about that old school bamboo? No, I don't have. Well, yeah. actually I have those too. You
4: know, um I think I fished not last but summer, summer before last, to really say, I have fished. They get the thing, It nibbled at the thing. I didn't know how to throw the thing out there, so they taught me how to do that. But we was out on our family vacation, you know, you, you're really like a chalet or, or, or a little place like that. And um, and it, out, you walk out to the, the little pier and they had a the little fishing thing out there. And I and you keep a little bit of stuff like that.
5: So, yep, 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 so
6: it's cool. Needed to get away. That's it,
4: you fish every
6: day, so you, 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 you're you catching something. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's what they're telling me. Mm. And they had a shooting across the street last night. Get out. Didn't nobody get hurt that they? I was I you know, I fall asleep in the kitchen and um all of a sudden I heard a bow, bow,
7: bow, bow, bow,
6: bow. I you know you I'm asleep, so then when I finally realized what's going on, I just
5: jumped on the floor.
6: <laughs> didn't
4: nobody get hurt that
6: they? Yeah, one guy he um got shot in the leg. And it's leg and a butt or something like that.
4: Oh wow! Was somebody robbing them or what? Are they all fighting? Uh, I, you know what? See, we got
6: last year, um, about this time, a little bit over a year ago, they did, 'cause they did this. This girl got, we got this family in my block. There's like about thirty of them. And last year, um, this girl got shot, one of their family members, because they hang out on the block and just kick it. And um, they just did a recreation of it on TV, you know, like them CSIs and all them real crime screen screen investigations. And so they
5: did
6: a recreation of it um, like about last week. And to me could see what happened was, which nobody wanted, this family had jumped on, well, you know, somebody jumped on somebody, somebody jumped on, back on somebody. And then after they had retaliated, then a few days after that, that's when she got shot. So, to me, it's kind of coincidental that they show this crime scene investigation thing on TV, and then there's another shooting on my block again. So, I don't know, I'm not saying that it is tied up, it's just kind of you know, Interesting. So, anyway, like, you know, he's going to probably be all right from what I hear. Because I actually ended up going out there because um, the ambulance left then at about a half hour later. Because first I thought it happened next door, and about a half hour later, the ambulance came back. But they took somebody else, and so that's when I went outside to see, you know, who else got shot. But... He had hurt himself or, like, pulled a leg or muscle or something when trying to get away. You know, so. I don't know, man.
4: Life that we live. It's the time we live in here, fella.
6: Yes, it is. Yes, it is.
4: Go ahead and open us up. Okay. Dear most gracious Heavenly Father, Lord God, we come once again before your throne of grace and mercy. We come thanking you, O God, for another day's opportunity to worship and praise your holy name. We come, O God, thanking you, Lord God, for life keeping us leaving where we can keep ourselves. Thank you, Lord God, for keeping your protective arms around us, Lord God. Father God, I want to thank you, Lord God, that you kept the Farleys' family, Lord God, through to all the trials and the tribulations that you have brought them through throughout yesterday. And this Lord God, that you did not allow that bullet, Lord God, to pierce them, to break through their door, the barriers of their walls, but you kept your protective arms around them, Lord God. And we want to say thank you. Father God, we just thank you, Lord God, that we are able to come before your fountain, Lord God, and be filled up with your Holy Spirit, Lord, with the grace and the mercies that only you can give. We come thank you, Lord God, for giving us life and life the everlasting, Lord God, that is a promise in the heavens, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that we can lay all of our cares and our burdens before you at your feet, Lord God, and leave them there and know that we have all of your prayers have already been answered. Father God, ask you to go forth this day, Lord God. Let your spirit, Lord God, move upon the altars of our heart, Lord God, and change situations that we cannot change, Lord God. For so we know that through you, Lord God, we can do all things, but without you, we can't do nothing. So, Father God, we surrender ourselves over to you. We surrender our, surrender our will and our way over to you, Lord God. And we pray that our path and our directions and our will line up with your will for our lives. Father God, we ask you, Lord God, to just continue to minister to us, Lord God, and speak to us, Lord God, through our hearts and through the Word of God, Lord God, even those other parishioners who you sent to us, Lord God, to bring the Word to us, Lord God, so that we could be made whole, Lord God. We're striving for perfection, Lord God, so we ask that your Word make that which... We do, Lord God, perfect in your eyesight, Lord God. We actually keep our families, our friends, our neighbors, our community, our country, Lord God, even our president safe from all hurt, harm, and danger, Lord God. So, many wars are going on around this earth, Lord God, and we know not the cause, Lord God, but we know that you are the answer, the solution to all of our problems. Father God, it's seven things that we are warring with in our lives, Lord God, whether it's how to pay a bill or whether a sick loved one, or whether it's our, our natural situation, wherever it is, oh Lord God, we know that we can come to the altar through your throne, we can, through your throne, Lord God, and we can ask. Lord God, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, and it shall be given unto us. Lord God, we can seek and we shall find. We shall knock and the door shall be opened to us, because we are called your children. We have been satisfied and consecrated, Lord God, to give praise and honor to you, and we are covered by the blood of Jesus, Lord God. So we just want to say thank you. Father God, as we go through this day, as this call progresses, Lord God, we ask that your anointing flow, Lord God, that your spirit move, Lord God, on every heart that comes upon this call, Lord, upon every family that calls upon this call. So, Father God, we come to worship you, so you are the great I Am. You are everything that we need. You're the doctor. You're the lawyer. You are our way and our way, way in and our way out. You are everything that we need, so we just come to you, Lord God, that you, and ask that you provide as you see fit for us, Lord God. Give us the food that we need and give us the things that we need to make it our this day, Lord God. I'm not worried about no other day, but in this day, Lord God, just give us what we need and so that we will be blessed. Father God, and I cannot close, Lord God, because you have given me a charge to pray for those who are unsaved. So, Father God, I lift them up right now in the name of Jesus, Lord God, that the minds of men will be changed, Lord God, that they become faith believers, that they become doers and workers and, and spread the word of God to know that Jesus is alive and well, that He saves. He- he heals, he delivers, he restores, he makes perfect that which the devil has tried to, to to cast to cast us down in. Father God, we come against this, try, the the attack of the enemy right down the name of Jesus, knowing that we are shielded and protected by your word, by the blood of Jesus. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.
5: Amen.
8: Amen.
4: Uh...
6: who was that, Lisa?
5: Uh-huh.
6: Uh huh. Oh, you ready now or not?
9: I need about three more
4: minutes. I'm so sorry I didn't get on the call Sunday. I was trying to get on there. We had um everybody's birthday, and each month had to supply something. It was my task. To cook, make mac, mac and cheese. So, uh, of course, I make the bomb mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. And, and, yeah, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm serious. It gives us the bomb. I'm serious. It give us all the rage. But anyway, I make, uh, I put all these different types of cheeses in it, right? The little pepper jack and the little oh. healthy. The cheddar cheese in, in the can, sharp, and all these different types of cheeses in it. And, right. um. I went to go look for some cheese. Like something told me Saturday, probably even Friday, 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 go get the cheese and stuff of the thing. I said no, I'm not gonna do it because They also had my family reunion as well, my father's side on the Richardson side, which I would never go to. Come to find out, I should go so I can meet my famous cousin who plays for the Hollywood Grove trial. Trials. So Don't ask me his name. All I know is I see this picture of this fellow. But anyway, but I said no, I need to be at my church because I knew I had to take me. Give something to the table and the offering will happen. Do you know I had to go to at least three or four stores to find cheese? I forgot that Saturday was game day. No Uh, cheese. No cheese in the house. Do you hear me? Mm. No cheese in the house. I started out at the store at 7 o'clock and I found cheese around about 10.30. I had to make the mac and cheese, bake it off, take a shower, get everything. I'm like, oh, I just everything just did not go well. But I thank God there's an amount of word in church, what have you. But I mean, no cheese. And it's like, don't you know, on game day, everybody make rotel dip. I'm like, oh, do that. <laughs> you know, no cheese nowhere. I went to four different stores. I must have compassed at least about like ten or fifteen miles trying to find cheese. <laughs> I'm like, that book, Where's My Cheese? i you find Oh, right,
6: right. Oh, I'm back on
4: that. Right. And and, 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 the, and then they come up. Well, all we got is this this block, the Velveeta block, you know, the white cheese. I'm like, I never made cheese, black and cheese off that, but. And I finally found some of the original uh, Velveeta. Because I like it cause it melts smoothly. Right, right, right. Uh-huh. But I was like, oh, my goodness, you send a call and announcing the thing. I'm like, I'm on the road. I can't even get to it. <laughs> <sighs> I was to say, I got the church around about seven thirty. Oh, El, you got there. Yeah. But you know, you want to get there for the beginning. Oh, well, right. You know, I- that was my... There was like the lot, but when the Lord's wheel at this time, I guess. Still with choir? Well, I will be. I'm going to do the um, cantata this year. I'm going to do better. I'm going to start rehearsal this month um, because, you know, like I say, game day. You can't get nobody to come out on a Saturday, you know? Hmm. So I was thinking about, so, well, Lord, I give not to start school. I wonder what their classes was going to be. And I want to know, I want to get that in place to be really so I can know how to juggle my schedule. Hmm. I talked to Dr. Thomas last night. Oh, really? How's he doing? He's doing well. You see, he's coming here Monday. He and a team of people, and he's going to open up a scholarship fund at Stillman. In his oh. name and his mother's name. Oh, okay.
6: Yep.
4: Yeah. He said he, since he's being blessed to the level that he is. He might as well give back If it had not been for him, he wouldn't have made the progress of where he is now. I said, no, if it hadn't been for the Lord is in your path to build you up. He said, now nah, that sounds better. I said, yes, to do. But hey, now, now, you know you're correct, Dr. Thomas. You get a, you get a demotion in your grave. <laughs> <laughs> you get an L. Okay. Uh, yeah. But he don't like that. <laughs> oh, Lord. But he, he, he accepted it well. And well, I asked him what he, he, he wasn't drilling and what have you. And he was like, no. He's just out of the blue car. I'm like, what are you doing? I said, washing clothes. <laughs> You're not really? No, I'm going to go to my sister's house when it's all over. They started calling me early, but I, I refused to go because I knew they were wanting me to cook, and that's something I hate to do. I can't throw that. I, I must say so myself, but I don't I don't like to cook. Oh, okay.
6: Oh, boy. I'm
9: ready ready whenever you are. All
6: right, woman. You want me to give you a drum roll? (laughs) (laughs) There you go.
9: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Good morning, everybody. I apologize for my tiredness. I just, you know, God has just been, um, I don't even know what to say. Um, I don't know Anyway um, There was a couple different things that I wanted to share this morning Um, One of them It appears as though I left the notes at school uh, My second home So I don't have those with me I want to make sure that I get it right Because it's somebody else's Words and I don't want to mess up Anybody else's words So I will share that on Thursday Because it is um very relevant and something that we speak about often on the line. Um but another thing another topic that came to me uh, to speak to everybody about this morning you have to excuse me because spiritually I've been God has really been doing some things with me and sharing a lot of prophetics with me um in the last three to four days. So I'm um, I'm
8: discombobulated. Um, but uh, forgiveness is is the topic
9: for this morning. Uh, well, for this piece, this morning. Um, and I'm not sure why he has led me to talk about this because it wasn't even on my radar at all. Um, but this is what he was speaking to me. So um, there is a cliche. That says that forgiveness is more for the other person than for you, and my children have even asked me before if that's true. you know um why do they say that forgiveness is for the other person, and why should you forgive, and you know things like that and And even my students have shared um perspectives on that as well um and I suppose that in order to answer that question, um we have to answer to other questions, which will be, what is forgiveness and how is it beneficial to us as human beings? Um, the first question, what is forgiveness and what is it involved? Forgiveness is defined as to pardon or show mercy to someone or something. You may be familiar with um, with governance, pardons the prisoners and How, you know, if something happens, if they commit a capital offense, um, murder, you know, I don't know, if I think treason may be one in some places too, a betrayal of the government, then, you know, it's an automatic,
8: um, an automatic um, condemnation to death. And um, so... The governor, of course, you know we've heard how the governor
9: can grant a state of execution. He can decide to show mercy to that person. You know, he may get evidence, um, or you know, something may come to light, or he just may have a change of heart and decide at the last minute, no, um, that's not something that that I want to do. This person will be saved, and because of his um, because of his position, he can have he can do that. He has the authority. To do that, so um, he decides
8: that they won't be put to death. That that irreversible punishment will not be dealt out. Um, you know that he's seen the situation in in, in a new light.
9: Um, and I think about when I think about forgiveness, and you know, particularly this part regarding the state of execution. I think about when we were little, or I know when I was little, I can remember this one time in particular. I don't know what I did. Probably got smart, and don't say nothing to him. Um, I probably got smart at something at church, and um, my mom was like, we'll get you when we get home. And my thing is, you know, okay, it's we had Sunday school or, you know, the first part of service. I'm like, it's 9.30 in the morning. So now I got to sit here all day long and just sit and know that I'm going to get looking when I get home, like for real. So, you know, I'm nervous and I'm scared all day. Can't enjoy the quiet songs, you know, can't enjoy the snack after church, can't enjoy nothing because I know I'm about to get jacked up when I get home. But then, you know, there was a couple of times when, she was like, "I, right. you know she didn't say anything. We get home, and she didn't say anything. I know she forgot, or she just changed her mind, but I got a say
5: of execution.
9: you know she granted mercy upon me She's on my backside, and I'm sure many of us will be able to relate to that in some effect or another and so you know then there comes the question of 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 what benefit does it have for you, and that's something that I used to ask all the time, and that's something that people still ask of of me now. Why should I forgive? What benefit does it? You know, what about an eye for an eye? What about getting somebody back? You can't just let people get away with stuff when they do stuff to you. You know, that's not the way the world is set up. But I submit that one of the benefits of, of forgiveness, of showing forgiveness, is freedom. Because when you hold grudges and you you hold that stuff inside of your heart and you're constantly trying to figure out how to get back at somebody that's bondage you 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 are in bondage to that spirit of of revenge of vengefulness, and when you decide to forgive that is freedom and so you know and and not to even mention the fact that it is mandated. Is mandated by God to forgive. You know, that's first and foremost. First and foremost, we are to forgive. As a matter of fact, I researched it, and there are in the Bible 48 verses containing the word forgive. Four verses that contain the word forgiving. And seven verses that contain the word forgiveness. So we know that, that Jesus told us that we are to forgive seven times seven. I mean, that's, that's a lot of times. In other words, however many times it takes, is how many we are to forgive. We are to forgive others as He has forgiven us. So first and foremost, again, it's mandated um, by God to do that. But secondly, um, that our benefit, it does bring about freedom, because you know, and especially as we as we are on this walk, this spiritual walk, um, this this walk to be um, more like Him. Um, there there are some things that we encounter on this walk um <clears throat> that do build those things do build us up and those things do take us higher spiritually. But forgiveness is probably at the top of the list, if not number two, of those things um that can take you um almost to what we would call a spiritual nirvana, meaning the highest place possible. Um in your spirituality, and I have had several discussions with different uh, men and women of God, um, bishops, elders about this particular topic. You know, because I was trying to understand. This is over the years. I was trying to understand, like forgiveness. Why, you know, it's so contrary to human flesh. It's so. I mean, so many things are, but it's so contrary to. Forgive somebody to pardon someone who has done something horrible to you. I mean, you have little things that people do to you, but, I mean, we're talking, you know, being cheated on, being, you know, used and abused, mistreated, lied to, lied on. I mean, the most horrible things you can think of, um, you know, to, to pardon somebody, to forgive them for that. But, see, those are the things that, take you to a supernatural place. And we we've often talked about and even in, you know, my my ministry, um, that I'm attached to my other ministry, you know, we've often talked about um going to this supernatural place and God going higher in him, digging deeper and going higher in him, you know, going to the supernatural. Well, forgiveness is a supernatural thing because you have to have God. When you can do that, you know that you have, that's an indication. That's a clear indication that something has changed in you and that God is really in you and that the Holy Spirit really does abide in you because it is so contrary to human nature. It is so contrary to our flesh that we need the Holy Spirit. It's only in and of and through the Holy Spirit that we can forgive and pardon. Somebody asked me when um, those... People in the nine people in the church, um I think it was in South Carolina <clears throat> were shot up by that that um guy you know when the white guy went in there and shot up those children in the church, and a young lady here, one of the parents of one of the students that I tutored, said, "You know, I just don't know how can you forgive that lady said she wasn't all that the I believe it's the daughter." Of one of the gentlemen that was shot Um, I'm not sure if he was a deacon or a pastor whatever he was but she said I don't understand how his daughter can look at that man and say I forgive you I don't understand that I just just don't understand that I don't know if, if I could do something like that how could she I mean she was upset because she did that you know and it was one of those moments when I was searching for what do I say, how do I say this, how do I explain this to her, because she was visibly shaken and visibly upset and kind of in a negative place. And, you know, I just explained to her, I said, well, you know, that's because that young lady um, has the, the Holy Spirit abiding in her. I said, that's not her. There's no way in and of her own flesh that she could have or that she would have forgiven someone who had just murdered her father in cold blood. For no reason other than racism, there's there's no way that she would have done that. It just would not have been in her. I said that's the Holy Oath, um, and the Holy Spirit residing in her. That's her coming outside of her flesh and the Holy Spirit coming in and taking over. That's the ultimate case. She did that supernaturally. She did it supernaturally. So, you know, I was explaining to that young lady, just like I'm saying now, that um you know, to forgive, even though it really does at times, it might seem so hard and it might seem like people are getting away with things and it might seem like they are going unpunished. It might seem like, oh, my God, how in the heck, you know, am I suffering like this and I'm going through all this and they get to just walk away scot-free. You know, these are all the thoughts because I have them, you know, sometimes I've had them and, you know, I I just submit to you today that, you know, that's not, don't worry about that. That's not ours to worry about, um, re, you know, what's going to happen to other people. You know, is it is it, um, are they going to receive their just due or whatever the case may be? That's not ours to worry about. Ours is to um, remain filled with the Holy Ghost, filled with the Holy Spirit and do what it is that he tells us to do, which is to forgive. We are to make sure that we are not throwing anything out there, trying to get revenge, trying to do God's job. You know that are going to have negative consequences for us um, and affect us spiritually, and 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 emotionally and psychologically as well. Because when you when you do those types of things and you go to that place um, of revenge, then you have to dig into a negative place. You have to the enemy can come, and you have to open a portal. You have to open a portal in order for that to happen. And we want to make sure that any portals that should not be open um, remain sealed. So, um, you know, that's just the word that I was given today. Is you know, if some, you know, something happened, we all go through things, and something happens. Let God handle it. Let God handle it. It's not ours to do that. You know, don't, don't, don't open up a portal. Don't, and and people talk about karma, you know, don't put something out there that can come back to you negatively. Don't, you know, sow something that you're going to be sorry that you have to reap later because, you know, the bottom line is whatever it is that you put out there, you're going to have to reap. And God doesn't care that you felt justified in what you did. He really doesn't care, oh, so-and-so did this to me and this happened, so I had to write. No, you don't have to write because the word says, whatsoever a man soweth, that, you know, that shall he also reap, whatever it is. It didn't say what he thinks is cool or what he thinks he has the right to sow and, you know, that he's not going to reap that particular thing because he really has the right to do that. That's not what it says. This is whatever. So we want to make sure that we keep ourselves clean. We want to make sure that we um, let God handle things the way that he needs to handle them because that's not our job. So that's the word for today. There's more. I will probably continue the other parts of this at another time. Um, But that's, that's what was placed upon my heart to share. If somebody needs to hear that today.
4: I don't know who. But amen. 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 And, to add, and to add what you're saying, Lisa, but think about it even in the model prayer. He said, Forgive us this day, give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. In other words, we got to before we even pray to the Lord for our to intervene on our half, we got to forgive those who have done wrong to us. Because we, we never know when we offend other people. hmm Indeed.
9: Indeed. Just our you presence alone,
4: so so just our presence alone, so sometimes in certain situation is intimidating to other people and they become offended. hmm Amen. That is yeah. so true.
5: That
9: is so true. And, you know, I've been hearing a lot of that lately and it's amazing because my students, my nine year old, um, someone said something to me last week, beginning of school, something happened and one of the children did something. And it got the class in trouble. We got the class in trouble. And that but a little you know, and everybody was kicked. But a few hours later everybody was playing together. Everybody was going to recess, you know, they were including them. And he said, he said, i in class. He said, I don't understand why everybody's being so nice to me. Because I asked myself, why are you looking
5: so confused?
9: You know, what's wrong with you? He said, I, I don't understand why everybody's being so nice to me when I just got to class in trouble. And then one of my babies said to him, because you're supposed to forgive people. You're not supposed to stay mad at people. You have to forgive and, and be friends. And move on. And I said, oh, my God, look at this. Nine-year-old. Mm-hmm. Nine-year-old. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know? and
4: think about it. Children don't, don't hold grudges. It's adults who hold grudges. Hold because mm-hmm. as a child, we can get out there and fight with our friends. And, and an hour or two later, or even the next day, we're right back there playing together. And all, people, all the people mad, and stuff though.
8: So true, and it, it
9: you know, and, and forgiveness, this forgiveness thing. I was just because like, it keeps I'm finding maybe that's why God placed upon my heart to talk about this because it keeps coming up with different people because with all of these things that are going on in our society, you know, it's like, well, I don't do this and do that, and I don't forget forgiveness in the church, and it keeps how weak the church is, the weakest church because they, I mean, the church is weak they forgive me. and I say, you know, that's it's not easy to do. Don't get it twisted. You know, it's not an easy thing to do. But once you get to a point where you can do that, once you get to a point where you can forgive somebody, you you that supernatural. That's supernatural. That's when you can say, you know, I have the Holy Spirit inside of me. Not, you know, it is not just you know being able to pray for thirty minutes straight and you know speaking in tongues. Or you know falling out, you know at the altar and people falling out when you touch them and all this other type of stuff. You know that's that's not that's not it because a lot of you know what I'm saying. Having the Holy Spirit resting and abiding in you means that you do things like this that are contrary to the flesh and are supernatural that are against everything that we. Um, you know, against everything that is our nature as human beings, you know, to do the right thing when you don't want to do the right thing, when it's hard. You know, That's and, and that's why forgiveness is such a – that's probably why they, they bring it
8: up and talk about it so much, you know, in the word because it's, that's hard to do. That is hard to do.
9: It's hard to do And I've just been finding myself You know Having those conversations With
8: people as of late Because of everything That's been going on And
9: it's not to say That those other things That I just mentioned Are not You know That you don't have The Holy Spirit If you do those things Understand I'm not saying that at all I'm just saying that there is more,
8: you know, that there is
9: more. And if we, you know, are, are moving forward in the kingdom, if we are really striving um, to to go to that place, then um, this is one thing that we're just going to have to do. We have to do it.
4: But, Sam, I forgive you.
6: I forgive you because you didn't give me none of that mac and cheese.
4: (laughs) 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 We, hopefully things work out. Lord God knows. If things stand out, dad says he feel better.
6: We gonna have to get there. I don't know. I don't want to be too soon. He's back home, right?
4: Oh, in full
6: flesh. You give him order like, it order like he, he's the captain.
4: Wow. I'm going to leave that one alone. <laughs> he is the captain, but, you know, the, you know, but, shoot, a strong ready to go. He drove yesterday. I really I said, no, you going to drive with him? She said, I'm going to go with that, you know, his leg carry. I said, oh, no. And then they go. Let We go back here right quick.
5: Oh, boy. <sighs> Trying to wake up. <sighs> you about ready to
6: walk out the door, woman?
5: Hmm? What's your name? Okay, am I
9: ready to walk out the door?
5: Uh-huh.
9: Man, this is so jacked up. Everybody, everybody in these houses is still asleep. My father's already missed this first part of his school day. My yeah. still asleep. You know this don't never happen. But it's raining real hard. It's probably because it's raining so hard and stuff. It
4: was you raining over where you running? at? Yeah.
9: Mhm. It was raining real hard. Okay. So we just we smoked. I swear I do not want to. Oh, if it wasn't too late to call in, I
8: keep myself
9: right here in the bed.
6: Alright. Well, I guess it means the rain's coming its way Then. Alright, well,
5: let's
6: go ahead and knock out these lists. Mmm, Jesus. Oh, Rambocosi, headed to go, Rambocosi, to go say, should 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 go say. Ramboko, a gossation, a gossation, a gossation, a combo, gossandra, gossation, a 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 gossation, Gandar go say, she go say, she go say, go go say, go say, go she Yes, 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 Father. We praise your name, Lord. We glorify you, Holy Spirit. Shenderiko sada. We glorify you, Father. Rombrashidiko se. Let the word of God permeate the atmosphere. Shenderiko sada. Let the anointing of Christ increase in our hearts. Shenderiko say Holy Spirit, speak to us. Shenderiko speak through us. Shenderiko Love us. Shender forgive us. Shender heal us. Shenderiko randeiko say Holy Spirit, you to go move, move, move. Rustle the. Let go, say, she'll go, say, she'll go, say, she'll go, standeraka. Yes, Lord, give it a dark aura. Your holy name, shende, go say. Thank you, Father, for the candle. she do cross, she'll go say. Shende, Korabaka, she'll go say. Oh, sherepada, rakasa, rakasa, dranda, rakasa, karaka. Amen, amen, amen. Oh, boy, boy, boy.
9: My goodness.
6: What are you all my goodness in about?
9: Oh, my God. Y'all better pray for me. Arthur, you still on the phone? No. Y'all. Okay.
6: Well, what happened?
7: Y'all just pray for me that I make it through
5: this. <laughs>
7: oh, this time of
9: testing and trial. Y'all pray for your sister, please. Lord have mercy, Jesus, Jeez. Jesus, 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 Jesus. You know, this is one thing, boy. When you, when you almost have the luxury of doubt, you know what I mean. You could choose, but baby, when he, when he get ready for you to do what he wants you to do, okay? Play if you want to.
6: Says you have the luxury of what? Of doubt. Of doubt, D-O-U-B-T?
9: Yes. Mm. You know, well, I believe it. I don't, or, you know, I don't believe it. Blah, blah, blah. But when he has a special, you know, when he has an assignment for you, and it's a specialized assignment, and you realize that all the hell that you went through is in fulfillment of their, that assignment, and and then you still got to go to the additional training, and everything everything's that you always told yourself wasn't real and that you didn't believe
8: in? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. all I can say about that.
5: You okay.
6: Well, let me knock out these lists. Start with Edion. I do go she should go say she go say say go go say go say go say go go she go say go say go 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 say Corrom pouco se cirucandande, rugondande, rugondande, rugosaraka sa karaka. Joan Sakara. senshiro Ward, Hershey go 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 the Tolan family, negotiation, negotiation of negotiation, negotiation, negotiation of Bosch and negotiation of negotiation, 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 negotiation of negotiation, 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 Italian family, negotiation, 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 negotiation the bush negotiation, 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 Teresa the the of of the of the 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 to Shishi negotiation the group behinder go switch to go 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 shiro go sarander go sheshiro go sarander saraka saka sakara who should negotiation, negotiation negotiation, the go sakara saraka sakara family Robassa, Sakura. Maya Rosa, on okay. negotiation, negotiation, of Sakura. K, under negotiation, negotiation, negotiation of the Sanka, Pitts, negotiation, 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 negotiation Sakura. Jesse Wells, negotiation Barbara Allen, negotiation Sakura. Berlina, 100 of the station, should station of the station of the go of the station of the go of the station of the station of the station of the station of go station of go station should the station of Johnson and
5: Jackson family,
6: station of the station of the go of she station go say station of go station of the station of the station of should go Sharon, hundred to should go go Brandon Allen, hundred to go should go Diana Sandy, hundred to go say, go Willie and Debbie, hundred to go should go Young man on hundred seventh street, go go Kevin Holden family, hundred to go say, go go Conwell Johnson, jones should negotiation, negotiation say should go say should negotiation, say negotiation, go say should go negotiation negotiation negotiation, negotiation negotiation, go say should go say say should go say should negotiation, negotiation, should negotiation go say say should go say negotiation go negotiation, negotiation, go Maria Burcherun, hundred to go say, she say, she hundred go say, she Morgan Farley, hundred go to go say, she go say, she go hundred to say, she go she go go Alyssa Love, Humbrol, she to go say, Alicia Webster, she to go say, she go she go Brittany Holcomb, Shudu <laughs> go se, Shudu go se, Shudu go se, Shudu go Male patient <and> Rosen, Shudu go se, Shudu go say, Shudu go se, Shudu go sakasakara. Mike Bradley Hernandez, Shudu go se, Shudu go se, Shudu go se, Shudu go Keith Powell Jr., Shudu go se, Shudu go se, Shudu go se, Shudu go Sarah Thompson shouldn't <coughs> <Caleb Bowling, coughs> <Benjamin Bentonville>, go <coughs> <coughs> <sighs> Courtney, Colin, Brandon, hundred negotiation negotiation, negotiation, Nick, Brandon, Holly, Samantha, hundred go go Regis, friend hundred go go sakara. The rest of the and Maya, hundred go go negotiation, go sakara. Yeah, Daddy, I'm on mute. Okay, um... Agent family, Raheem, Paul Morris, Capri, Cook Yer Shaw, Victor Briana and Naya Cullen Jasmine Devon Amber and Brianna, Teresa, Macano's eyes, Jacqueline Jameson Tristan Petrie She should say she go 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 she go say she go say she go say she go say she she All right, my last list. Uh, city refuge. should go say. negotiation, go say. negotiation, go say. People in Gifting class. go say. negotiation, go say. Math. to Reginald Foster, Sakara. Joyce Mason, Alice Thompson, Elliot, and Chris Foster, Shindigossation to go station to Helpmate, Simbo Andre Dijon, Hundred to Donald Luster, hundred to go say, hundred to go to go say, Sakra. Dale Carondelet, hundred to go say, hundred to go say, Jonathan Dunlap, hundred to go say, hundred to go to go say, My parents, Sundar to go say, hundred to go say, hundred City of Atlanta, hundred to go to go say, hundred to go say, Sakra. President Obama, hundred to go to go say, hundred to go say, Ah, uh, Mastermind Group, Shindigose to Gosaka, Sakura. Donna Johnson, the family, Hundu Gosishi to Gosaka, Sakura. TCC, Shindu Koroshito Korakarasaka, Sakura. Wajina, Shindu Gosaka to Gosaka, Sakura. What you looking
5: for?
6: Oh, ask him. Wajina, Shindu Gosaka, Sakura. Rolling Hospital, community, Shindu Gosaka Sakara. Sakura. Hmm. Um, okay, Roland Hospital watching it. Uh, second. Mark and Charles II Shindig go say, to go go say, go 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 the mon Holly K civil organization, Denise and Terry, Sam McNabb, Barbara Carson, the family, Mike Stryfus and DJ, Jerry, Barbara Salters, cousin, Louie and Sherry, Bishop Yarbrough, Erica, Carlos, Smith Corey and Dennis, Mark Gully Gerard Jenkins, Marky and Charles Sr., Gene Altman, Platt Academy, Don Smith, Jeff and Natasha Ferguson, Guy in the suburbs, Vaughn, Phil and Janelle, Mama Regina, Nate Carson, CFF, Travis Crockett, Larry Sohn, Cityville Sickles, and Rosemore. Okay, that's my three lists. We got deceased in hospice. Oh, uh, what else we got? Deceased in hospice, um the mother people's. Good morning. <coughs> no sir.
7: No nothing. I'll go ahead and uh, have you done uh, worship the ministries and the family.
6: No, I haven't.
5: Okay.
7: Good morning, gracious Father. We thank you this morning for the presence. Lord. We thank you for being God, and we thank you, Lord, for blessing us to see this new day to experience the new mercies, Lord. We ask that you continue to be with us, Lord, as we travel our tedious journeys. Lord, we thank you for the experiences, and we thank you for, Lord, just being able to that we were able to just wake up in our right minds, Lord, able to wake up with the activity of our limbs. And, Lord, and we worship and praise you this morning. I thank you for my family, Lord, and I ask that you continue to bless them and cover them as they tra- travel their various paths. I lift before you prayer shifting and ministries, Lord. Thank you for allowing us to flourish. Thanking you for allowing us to be in your midst, Lord, and thanking you for the growth and the maturity that we all have sustained. Lord, and I thank you for just <clears throat> allowing us to experience the peace that's within as we abide in your word. Lord, please allow your word to continue to be the foundation that we stand on. Lord, I also lift prayer after ministries families asking that you continue to cover them and protect them, Lord, as we intercede on behalf of one another. Allow their paths to be directed by your word and allow your will and not their will be done in their lives. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Amen.
6: Erica. Yes. You going to be on later on?
7: Um, you know, I do group at 10 o'clock this morning.
6: Okay. Well, I want you to do it now. I want you to pray for me. Something happened to me yesterday, Fish, you know. I just want you to pray for me, see if there's anything.
5: Okay.
7: Hey, Amen,
10: God. Okay. Okay. Ksi tara hasi tara moko okay. shata sa. Sita raha mokoshida moko okay. shita. Ksi tara hasa tara moko sha. Ko si tara sa. Sita raha shita Ko si si kishitaraha sara mokoshata si kishitaraha sara koshitaraha mokoshata sara kishitaraha sitara koshitaraha sara taramokosha kishitaraha sara mokoshata mokosha ida kishitaraha sara kishitaraha Hasada keshita <laughs> right, see that Kosha Tara go to 107th Street
7: first.
10: Mokoshita <laughs> 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 Case she tara hasada, si, she tara mokosha Koshitarahasi Coshi Mukosha, hasi tara mokosha tassa, Coshi tara hasi Swiftness, Case she Cosha Tara has either, or Cosha Tata. she Koshi Tara, Makosha Tara, Kashi Tara Hathida Koshi Tara, Tara Makosha, Koshi Tara, Kashi Tara, Tara Makosha, Kashi Tara Makosha, Koshi Tara, Glory to your name, God, she Tara, Koshi Tara Safida has Adamokosha. Koshi Tara Kishita. You have to stay rooted. Kashita has Adamokosha. Kashita Shotomokoshida. Kashita has Sara. Kashita has Sita Mokoshi, Adamokosha. Go for all. She's Adamokosha. Keshi tarah, keshi tarah sala, Keshitaram tarah
5: mokoshi tasa,
10: keshi sala, seyira keshi tarah mokosha, koshi tarah sala mokoshi tasa, kishi sala mokosha, keshi tarah mokoshi tasa, keshi tarah mokosha, keshi. The, things, it's,
7: the swiftness is like things um, you know the first thing that comes to mind is like swift transitions but really like things happen so quickly before you even realize it and it's like you 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 know you it's like you know who I am, you know you know, and that's where the you know staying rooted and being grounded comes from. it's like you know who I am, you know what my promises are, but you know because my word changes not, <clears throat> but also it's so many things that are going on and so many other things that need to happen.
5: Slow down, slow down, slow down.
7: And because you, you know, you know my word, you cannot, you know, uh, derail or reroute yourself. You know how sometimes we have the navigation systems and even those on our phone, you know, when we're going, you know... You know, it tells us, it gives us a path or a course of travel. And when you make, uh, you know, the turn that it does not suggest, it says rerouting. And God says you can't reroute yourself.
5: Can I go just
7: so, you know, he's saying you cannot, you know, you cannot reroute. Things, you know, a lot of things, you know, that are, you know, taking place, you know, it's going to, you're going to feel a certain way about it. i say it that way. But you still have to stay the course and you have to stay grounded. <laughs> But, you know, because you know me, you do not allow it to, you know, take you off your axis, so to speak. Because my my word changes not. You know, you might be shaking. You know, it's going to affect you in some shape, form, or fashion. But still, you know my word. In Jesus' name, amen.
6: Okay.
5: All right. Well, let's finish up the rest I'm thinking
4: of how I have it in the game. Oh,
5: um, we need to go start with.
6: Okay, we got, um, I don't know what we got. Um, sick and shut in,
5: deceased, hospice. Um,
6: what else we got? Mm-hmm. Keep on.
7: I'm taking a second shut in while I'm uh, still on the phone. I'm
10: walking into my building. Uh, um, Koshi Taraha Mokoshata Sita, Kashi Tarahasada, Shoti Saramakoshi Taraha Mokoshata Sita, Koshi Tarahasida, Koshi Tarahasida Mokoshata sa. In Jesus'
6: name,
5: amen.
6: Amen. Uh, <laughs> um, what else we got? We got the new president who just did the season hospice.
5: I can't even think I'm still calling.
7: Good morning, ma'am.
5: Pull over. Where? Behind that car? Go ahead and go up to their parking lot. You got to go
6: up some more. Go up some more into the parking lot if
5: you can. Oh, okay. Oh
6: Okay. Uh, what we gotta do, peoples? Um.
4: Child, watch your thing. Oh
8: fuck.
6: I worry about her sometimes. Anyway, what we got? We got the season hostage to the negotiation the the data to the run What else we got? PRISONERS sunday the of around the of 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 the of 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 of
5: of
6: of Prisoners for missionaries. Uh, what else we got? Unsaved has been done. Taking and shutters been done. Deceased been done. Abuse addiction. you <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's everybody. I can't think. Missionaries, they're procession Congregation possession of and churches, under the of 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 Financial breakthroughs and turnarounds, the of
8: Um, To walk
6: in the realm of the supernatural. Shouldn't negotiate, 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 the negotiate, 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 negotiate,
5: negotiate,
6: negotiate, 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 now, wisdom and understanding, hundred negotiation, negotiation, negotiation of Randaka, Sakana. No healing and restoration, Shindig, negotiation, negotiation,
5: negotiation of Sakana. And. I can't think right now. Good morning. Good morning. I'll make it up the S damage. It? Yep. I mean like the paint is just recessive.
6: And... Oh. Like all right, Okay, that's all I list I can think of. I can't think of nothing else right now. So <laughs>
5: um
6: yeah. I don't know if anybody's got anything, because it's going to be a minute if I can get home and do the reading. Pizzeria
5: Depot.
8: What
5: did you say? I said oh, it's going to
6: be a minute if I can get home and do the reading, so I don't know oh, if anybody's okay. got anything.
9: No, I made my speech for the day. You said what? I made my speech
6: for the day. Oh, uh, okay.
9: Trying to get out of here.
6: Are you still in love yet?
9: I ain't mean,
6: Huh? Are you still have having love yet?
9: No, nah, man. Tripping.
5: Seriously,
6: trip tripping. Now let me pray for you before you get out of there.
5: Yes, please.
6: Horrible right. Yes, 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 Father. I thank and praise you, I glorify you, Okay. Mm. Yes, Father, Thank you, Holy Spirit. Mhm. Your focus is what's important and understanding who you are and what he has for you to do. See
5: Wow, let's just write it out. That's kinda of bad. Um
6: we say that the the anointing attracts attacks, and we hear a lot of times about you know the different things that we go through as we're growing or whatever, but it's dependent upon our focus. When the Israelites, um, the ten spies that went and saw the land that was to be taken, they saw themselves as grasshoppers in the eyes of the giants. There was only two, that was Joshua and Caleb, they said but what about our God our God is bigger than these giants look at all that our God has done so it's not the situation or the circumstances you are focus on it and that's where you have to be with all that's going on in your life yes the enemy is coming at you yes this is happening and that's what's happening but you make sure that you keep your focus on your God. You keep sure that you make your focus on on you coming out or or, or the victory that's yours. Or you don't focus on this. And I don't mean not focusing on the battle because you have to focus on the battle You're in the middle of it. But you focus on the answer. You focus on the solution. If not, you'll become overwhelmed. You become overwhelmed and become beat up and you, you because it is a lot that's going on, and it is a lot that the enemy is doing. But what about your God? That that, that What about his word? What about who he calls you to be? What about how he's taking you from where you are even to get you where you at? It's those type of things that you have to force yourself. See, you are in charge of your mind. You are in charge of your mind, and you will have to take authority over it and cause it to focus on where it needs to go. Your mind will just run amok. That's just the nature of it. That's why he tells you to cast down imagination. So, when your mind goes in a negative, negative direction, when it goes to a negative situation or circumstance, take this in the light, make a love. When it goes into a negative situation, you cast that thought down. Either, sometimes, if you're so overwhelmed when you can't cast it down, then what you do, you begin to surround yourself with music or, 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 or something else that will begin to help transfer that thought so that you're not focusing on that. And definitely make sure that you don't speak out, speak out that which the enemy is showing and telling you. So sometimes you have to take, a, you take control of your mind. As you take control of your mind, you will keep it centered where it needs to be, and that will allow God and his word to work in you. It's not that the word of God has a null effect, but if you're focusing on the wrong things, you will move in the wrong direction. So watch your mind. Watch your mind. Your mind is the gate to your heart. And once things get into your heart, then that's a whole other thing. So you have to make sure that the right things get into your heart. I told you yesterday that you're in a situation, you know, a season for healing. So that means you will have some bad things come out of you because he's got to get out of you. You might get sick. You might get some things. But it's the healing process that God is doing in your life, allow that to happen. Allow that to happen. When you recognize if you have a question, if it's from the devil, or from the God, ask God. You're, you're recognizing his voice now. So ask him, Lord, is this something that I have to deal with? Lord, is this something that I have to go through? Ask him. And once you get clarification, then say, Lord, teach me, give me the strength, help me to know what to do and how to do it, how to flow then that's how you begin to build a relationship with him, and he will carry you through the process that are needful and necessary to get the change and to get the effect that he desires. So just watch your imagination. Watch your mind. Your mind is a gateway to your heart. And just hold fast and true. Keep your focus on what he calls you to focus on. Things will manifest the way that he's designed you to manifest. You're on a path. You're on a path. Things are shifting and changing. Just let God finish what he started in your life. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Mm
0: -hmm.
5: Oh, boy.
9: All right. I will um, try to tune back
7: in, but I have to go in.
5: All right.
6: That's the mouth of the south. She ain't been on this
5: morning. How did walk? He got a flat. Got on the street.
9: Good morning,
6: everybody. What's up, Nate? How you doing, girl? All right, I'm having You Nate? How you doing? Nah, I'm alright. I will not complain.
9: If you
6: did, would it help? Exactly.
9: Have you had it to the table
6: trying to pick your mind and if you start complaining, you
9: already let
6: them in. <laughs> I was church yesterday.
9: Huh? I was church yesterday. I
5: was church
6: the day before yesterday. Oh yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> <laughs>
5: It was it, it was interesting. It was interesting
9: Um Pastor preached on um Jesus' church and about was getting out of the community center.
6: He preached on Jesus' church.
9: Yeah. He went over into uh, Revelation three and seven of thirteen. Uh-huh. And um, he talked about us getting out of the center, getting our own building,
5: uh-huh.
9: and that everybody has to be on one accord and get on board in order for us to do that, because um, he was putting emphasis on how he had stepped out on faith to get the uh, last building. But then the people didn't give nor have other people come in so that way we could keep that one.
5: So he no, said
9: no. step out again, but he needs everybody on the course to keep the store. Uh. So during um offering somebody had put in a nice size offering that was that, that was lovely and nice of them to do.
5: You oh, know, okay.
9: so we're low in numbers right now. God worked with Jesus and his 12 disciples, so we got more than 12, but we can't remember, <laughs> but we can rejuvenate and, and um, get restored. Mm. But, as, but as we say on the prayer line, the stuff that we go, so, go through, we don't like, but here goes the thing. Once we go through it, we can make a list of takeaways. The ones that didn't feel good, but then the ones that open our eyes to stuff that we probably wouldn't open our eyes to before. And in order to take on a church, you gotta, you gotta have some stress because you got a lot of different personalities, you got a lot of things coming your way, and you gotta be able to know how to bob and weave with the best of 'em in order
8: to stay focused. And then two, it also shows you where your true faith lies.
9: Peter said to himself, Hey, Lord, I love you, and I would lay down my life for you. He said, No, you wouldn't, Peter. You said up there, not me, three times. So, about him, three times. He sat up there. He said, We thought that um, Jesus wanted him to hear. He, thought, he said, We thought Jesus wanted to hear. Came down to it. He said, uh, he go ahead and gravitate back to our own survival
5: nature. In order to
9: save ourselves instead of coming
8: together and working to save each other, there's a lot of us there, huh
6: I said that is a lot of us for sure
9: exactly you know even the even the snake did' because when he went and um blew it up on eve, he knew that if he went to um Adam. Adam could kill him. Uh, uh, Adam could hurt him in a very hurtful way. So he didn't go mess with Adam. Who did he go mess with? He really messed with somebody that he watched them and saw what they did and saw the weak parts. He can go in and appeal to their, um, appeal to another part of their mind. Mm -hmm. And once he got charged, Oh well, she would be, she'd be the you know, she would be my my, my mother sacrifice right here. But when Adam is calling
5: she just said, Okay, well, you know, that it daddy got him doubting God. But then when both of them wound up
9: and now you lost your favor. You lost you lost the area where you live,
5: <laughs>
9: you, you kind of lost your protection, but only thing you had your mask set on was, you thought she was going to die all of a sudden. Uh-huh. And then when you go to hell, okay, so you die dying to go to hell, Okay. We know we think of hell as someplace hot, some place you're know, always going to be tortured every day. And we do get beat up every day, don't we?
6: We do what every day?
9: I said we do get beat up every day, don't
6: we? Oh, as long as you live.
9: Exactly. So as long as we're getting beat up, we get getting our lashes uh, because
5: Adam and Eve were disobedient. I mean, so, um,
9: like I say you know, like I said, we gotta be mindful of our words, we gotta be acceptable of our words, we have to get to speak in truth because, like with Jesus and God, it's okay? God
5: said,
9: Hey, he's the one that cannot lie. Mm-hmm. And if we're ambassadors of him, we have to do that we have to be in that same that same group. But he knows that since we were in the charm of life, chances are we may slip back into our sister uh, you know, our, our nature. Uh-huh. But then after we see that what we've done, we get a little jolt up. Yeah, you shouldn't have done that.
5: <laughs> yeah,
9: but it looks so interesting. I just had to try it. All right, you tried it. And where did you learn from
5: it? I mean, but I would
9: go through the journeys that we start realizing that we have to take. then you know, those steps are becoming... To do and we go ahead and move up to the next level. And we went through it as a baby, even though we don't remember it, but we know that we're here. And we still go through it every day for when we, um, for when we wake up and we walk through
8: the sea roses door for us.
5: i a of I'm
4: off my <laughs>
6: All right, Father God, help us to move in the path where you desire us to walk in Lord. i right, well, let me go ahead and pray for you now. Excuse me. Uh are you ready? Four? huh?
5: What was for?
6: I'm gonna pray for um Renee. Oh okay. That was you speak. That was you ask some question, wasn't
5: it? Yeah.
6: Oh, Okay, yeah. But it's gonna be a minute if I can get home to um get my reading material. So okay. All right. <clears throat> Mother Shikha, Father God, help her, Lord. Open up her heart, Father, to receive those things you wanted to have. Holy Spirit, move in her. Move in her. Cause a shift to begin to occur. Cause a shift to begin to occur. go rambosike, Call the shift to begin to occur. se Thank you for the Anointing of Christ and shindroshiko The Word of God and Speak, speak, speak. Harambo koteke speak. Harambo kusakata speak. Iko speak. Karanda. Thank you, Father. Move,
5: move, move, move,
6: move, move, move. Karanda to go say. Thank you, Father. Move. Karanda to go say. Thank you, Father. Move. Karanda to go say. She to go say. She go say. She go say. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Move Now, Father, she is beginning to see differently, Lord. She is beginning to see differently, Father. She is beginning to see differently, Father. Yes,
5: yes,
6: yes. Continue to move in her heart. Continue to allow the anointing to increase in her life. Bless her abundantly cause a change, a shift to occur so she can go forth to do what you called her to do. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Thank
5: you. Thank you.
8: music you today?
6: I'm back. i will to go
5: back to Denton. Not job. Uh,
6: anybody there? Yeah, somebody in the
5: background.
8: Oh,
6: normally y'all be talking all over the place, and I know Nobody got nothing to say. Tell y'all. What?
5: About what
6: was that? I said normally y'all be talking all over the place. And today ain't nobody got nothing to say.
9: Well, you know what? They probably still going to wait after yesterday so I was cooked out. <laughs> when they sit up and they talk about what Donald Trump has to say, well, Donald Trump is like the Pied Piper of bigotry and racism. He's saying for what all these other people are thinking and they're too afraid to say. So it's calling them out when you look at the people who follow him. Okay, you have these other ones. They want to come out, but then they want to talk about him. But in the meantime, he is speaking the truth on how some of these people feel, actually feel. He's not trying to sugarcoat anything. But then these other folks, they're sitting back trying to dig up dirt, mudsling, gossip, point fingers at their opponents. But just what exactly are they doing? Now, this is a lot of money that's going into airtime for people to get to know them and to see them. But that same amount of money that can go into the airtime. It can go into a community project to make a difference, to make a change. Earlier this week, they had um, talked about how Covington and Madigan, how much money they get and their positions are supposed to be part-time. Okay, but they talked about how much money they're paid and how much bonuses they get that they can appoint to themselves. But in the meantime, you have all this money for where all our voted-in officials are living well, but the people who pay them, they're
5: hurting. Okay.
9: Now, they talk about how the social programs is, is bleeding us dry, this, that, and the other. I don't think the social programs is the cancer. Now, some of the people in there may be stealing money, too, but then these so-called politicians that we put in, they're the ones that's bleeding us dry, because if we knock down their salaries, they're going to help right there. And if they was so much of a public servant, why not cut back on your salary until you can get this stuff up and going, or either just cut back on your salary period and be a public servant. I don't need to see how well you dress or how eloquent you can speak. I need to see is what you're going to do, you're gonna put it into motion. And it's just not lip service. But right now you see a lot of daycares that's being put on put on blast, but then too. Um, you see a lot of mothers who no longer qualify for child care assistance are now they're kind of at odds with what they're going to do with their kids. Now, these are the same people who claim, yeah, we're going to come in, we're going to make it better for you, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. And every time they go in, again, you never see them growing hungry or homeless. But for the people who need the, the services, they can't they, they, they can't use them. So I just think this should be a thing for where everybody should come together and and the demand for these folks to take a page out of Jimmy Carter's book. Man's ninety years old. But for a while now he's always been into um habitat or something that's community based
8: to help out people who can't help themselves. And I'm just tired of seeing these people who want to come in and help themselves to resources. And
9: the people are so mesmerized that they're giving it to them and then want to complain in secret about how they're, they're
8: stealing and bleeding us drunk. But we put on their song and dance every time it's time for the
9: election. That they let somebody try to let the few that's trying to do something, they try to throw them up under the bus, only to snatch money that was ear, that was earmarked for something that would help out someone who needs the help. I mean, so I understand you got big businesses, they pay both sides, so that when whoever gets in, they got puppets in. But like I said, I just think it's when they get the campaign money. They need to go ahead and put their campaign money over into other organizations. And then plus two, they need to go in and roll back their sleeves and help out in order to prove just where your heart is for what you claim you're running for. I
8: mean, so what I just said, how do you feel about that?
6: I mean, it sounds like a nice idea, but in reality, you know what ain't going to happen.
9: <laughs> right. The people are too starstruck. They feel bad if they get over and rub elbows with these people, oh, well look at me, or maybe they might throw me a couple of dollars. And that mean mentality is, is, is running real strong right now. And it runs strong until it's time for you to feel the burn. And now you realize, dog, if they had that service, those services still up and going, that's something I could use to help me get over or even something to help me out until I can do better. Uh I mean, it's a shame that people think like that. Oh, They don't think about it it until it hits them. Uh-huh. But in the meantime, they will say, "Yeah, them people, them
5: people, but them people can be you at any time." Uh-huh. And one thing
9: about them people, okay, when when you ask you to acknowledge the struggle, at least they have the experience, experience and the knowledge on how to maneuver and to. Uh, Persevere, where if you never known
5: the struggle, yeah, them gon' have real good fun with
6: you. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Our lovely capitalistic society. a lovely capitalistic society.
9: Yeah, but guess wait till we get ready to fall. Mm-hmm. Well when Aladdin thought that they would that they were left over on too. And aladdin got a bigger one. It ended up at the bottom of the it, it it ended up on the on on the floor. <laughs> I mean, they had warnings. They kept telling them, so you know, just like we have global warming now, and they keep telling them, and they keep lying like
5: they can't hear. Oh, it's a about battle. It. He's <laughs> really irritating. You know, you all. Oh
8: boy. I don't think no better.
9: to as much as these people keep talking about um, refugees and illegal aliens and all of that, and one thing they claim that they act the like they forgot. At one point, they said was illegal alien. At one point, what? I said at one point, they forget their ancestors were illegal aliens.
5: Mm.
9: all these folks are going to keep on saying, well, we don't want these folks from other countries to come over. Well, hey, it wasn't no secret. The Indians went to have it with your folks coming over. And they took for what they wanted. And the Indians were just being honest. They said, look, uh, land don't belong to us. It belongs to
5: everybody. You just replenish back into what you take out. Okay. Okay. What did Americans do?
9: They came over, they killed, you know, they they
8: distilled, distilled and devoured. Okay, they did that. I mean, nothing in nature. Okay, now, they got down the India quite a bit.
9: Uh-huh. Okay, India started taking the time to so say, okay, well, we need to stop getting drunk off of this fire bar they gave
5: us.
9: <laughs> the only way we gonna bet ourselves is if we stop looking at them as being our distraction.
5: And like
9: I said, McCain sat up there, and his group had voted off sacred burial Indian land to some type of um, European drilling company. And he went out to go talk to him about it. Uh, Well, when he got over there, you know, the Secret Service men with their dark suits and white crisp shirts and sunglasses and earpieces got out. For his protection, Indians were like get that. They ran him and his secret service back into their cars and, and 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 um chase them off the reservation. <laughs> and he said, "Well, I was just going to tell them what good this was going to do for them. The Indians already knew what was this to the land before the white man got here. Um. The Indians also realize how much damage the white man had deal when he raped the land of the resources.
5: Uh huh.
9: They also realized that it's so much damage that has been done, it's gonna take quite a bit of time for the land to heal itself. Uh huh. But in the meantime, the people that's in charge, they have very little patience. So out of that, they're not so much going to be ready to try to heal the land. They're going to try to find place else they can go and tear it up.
5: <laughs>
9: and then in their mind, well, you know, well, my kids won't be around. So I'm going to find someplace else better for us to go. Okay, but look at all these other people. They have no other choice. Uh-huh. You don't care about them until you want to make money off of their. Off of the sweats and, and, and the work that they do, right? I mean, but then again, though, know, too a lot of this stuff, which when they made up their formula for how to work the less fortunate, they got to they, they, they got to come back around to it again because we already know that God said, hey, if you see somebody that's down and they need to lift, lift them up. Don't take advantage and stump them down.
6: You said okay. I, what?
9: I said we already know that we're supposed to uplift people. Oh. And I try to use them as an opportunity to get
5: over. Mhm. <laughs>
9: But that's what a lot of people are falling into now. It's down to the point where you got deals and stuff like that that has you on the ropes. And you know your money's going in to help continue for your part. And then for you thinking where your money's going to, it's not being utilized the way it should, but they going to make sure that you follow your part while they do
7: whatever they want on their part.
5: Um.
9: So, as things start to open up the people's eyes on how government was, because where they were stealing before, they're just out and stealing now. There's for you to say anything about it.
5: He says, say that again.
9: I said, for so right now, it's into the place of where they were stealing before. It was in a way for where people are still covered. Oh, okay. But now they're still
5: into the point of they dare you to say the about <laughs> it.
9: Money to campaign and, and stuff like that when they get finished, they still don't use all of it. But then, in the meantime, you're going into a place you mess up the resources, you don't care, you're still living off the home. But in the meantime, you still got people out there that need medical help, you got people out there that need medicine or their mind's not being right. Still got a lot of dredge
4: out there that you refuse to help out.
5: <laughs> yep, yep, yep. It's
9: my people calling in going to work to read. You said
6: what? I said I'm off my soapbox,
9: you can go into the reading. One more time. I said I'm off my soapbox. box.
6: You can go into the reading. Um. well you still got about fifteen minutes, because I gotta we just dropping her off. Oh, okay. You
5: gotta open on that. My oh, children,
4: it's humid out here. What's
6: the temperature supposed to be today? Do you know? Do you know what the temperature is supposed to be today? What
5: was
8: that?
6: Alright. Trying to adjust to this new phone of mine. I keep going on off and on buttons and stuff. got about 15 minutes. I'll get back to the house. Don't know if anybody got anything or not.
8: Uh Oh, not me.
6: You say something to me, today?
5: Huh?
6: I said, you say something to me? Yeah,
5: I said, you to
6: no use today. Oh, uh, I'm not home.
5: Oh, okay.
6: That's what I'm saying. I'm not going to be home until about 10 minutes from now. So I'm like, I, if I'd have thought about it, I'd have grabbed the book, but I just didn't think about it. So you know, it's first day back to school. it was a little okay. different. I don't feel like singing for y'all. I mean I would but I'm just tired, so I'm gonna you know I ain't gonna hunt for y'all today.
5: boy 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 boy
8: I'll
6: get back on, okay? Okay, I'll send out a text when I, when I get ready to do the reading. Oh, okay.
5: Bye.